Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we watch the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. We talk about how much we love it and why. And I'm in a good mood, Jordan. Why is that? Because horse times are over, my friend. Horse times are over. I'm singing a Yoko Ono song, and no one's going to get that <laughs> reference. I just realized that. Yes, it's the end. At long last, we have made it through after, what, a year and a half? Not a year and a half, but over a year. Over a year. Yeah, we have made it through Sailor Moon Supers. We're here for the finale, which may or may not be fatal to our guests. You're just going to have to listen and find out. Danielle Jones is back with us. Danielle, welcome back. Hello. I hope you survived the experience. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on, that was was a good one, Jordan. You You love that. That's that's your thing. I th- th- that joke that reference is so overused. I I have put a moratorium on it. Uh, in I mean, the you should. Office. Yeah, I said no one is allowed to make that joke anymore. Uh, you know yes. what? Uh, so, sorry, you got me talking about it though. Uh, okay. Has anybody done the opposite version of it, where a, ve- a bad guy goes, "Well, the X Men, I hope you die." Yes, I want them to say. That's the one thing I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody <laughs> say that. Uh, look. If you hire me to write some more X-Men comics, I'll have somebody say, hey, welcome to the X-Men. Fuck off. I mean, I've seen it a lot on, like, internet forums. Yeah. X-Men telling sections. people to fuck off? Who could imagine? <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, X-Fans. I love you. Yeah. Jordan loves you. Give me a new book, Jordan. <laughs> I'll, kill, I'll, kill, I'll kill all the new characters off. That's not what I said. Okay. Now we're in... <laughs> crazy land uh which is appropriate for this episode yeah i anyway yes let's get back to talking about sailor moon yeah this is it this is episode 166 it's the the finale of supers i'm sure that all our outstanding plot threads will be wrapped up satisfactorily (laughs) yeah or or possibly possibly not uh i think we're gonna find out though so danielle yes we mentioned this last week but you requested to be on for the finale I requested technically to be on literally any episode of this season, but especially the finale. Yeah, because because you would die. Yes, I didn't actually think I would get it when I said that. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you were lying about dying. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Uh, So I don't know, Chris, you seemed really into the idea. (laughs) You did last time. Hey, look, look, we need those ratings. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> the podcast game is really cutthroat these days oh no <laughs> uh, uh what do we have to say moon crisis power to bring her back or if it's the uh the original dub uh moon cosmic dream something refresh <laughs> <laughs> moon cosmic dream action that's oh it. moon cosmic dream action jordan let's use podcasting planet power yeah that's the thing we always it's the have. end of the season we have that now right, we can right. teleport and fly and do all kinds of shit no that's for Ugh. the second to last episode <laughs> right, right but it didn't work 
Anyway. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's get into this actual thing. Before we begin, can, uh, can I bring something up? Of course. Yeah. Have you guys, I'm not totally caught up on the podcast yet, but have you guys ever, like, solved the mystery of Usagi's hair and how it works? Um, was there a mystery? Well, like, there was all the discussion about how, like, there's not enough length to make the bun and then also have the long trailing pigtails. Right, that it would be, like, 12 feet long. Right. Yeah. So I have a theory. Okay. My theory is that she doesn't part her hair into two sections. She parts her hair into four sections. Oh, okay. And then she so takes the, the upper of either side and rolls that into a bun, possibly with like a, a support inside of it, or possibly it's just looser than it looks in the in the show. And then the, the lower sides on either side, she like tucks up and wraps around the base of the buns. And then lets those trail down. That is brilliant. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense because when she lets her hair down, it's longer, but it's not like super I don't even long. know that it's longer because again, it comes down to her ankles already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because like if you if you put your hair in space buns in real life, which are what we call hairstyles based on Usagi's Odangos, you don't like unless you're putting your entire hair up, you don't part your hair into two sections you you take an upper level and turn those into the buns and then either do pigtails or you let the rest hang down okay so here's here's my question though what about chibi because she's got she has structure in hers i think that's meant to like sort of indicate that hers are a bit looser okay than usagi's that like she's kind of got them more like up and looped around rather than coiled up into a bun i thought they were just supposed to look like rabbit ears yeah that too like that's the (laughs) idea uh or she might have them tightly uh wound up but have like supports like usagi might and then her hair is shorter and thicker so her pigtails parts they they just kind of like poof out more and then helenia has hers into like six parts (laughs) that is i i like that theory i think that's i think you might have just cracked Sailor Moon, wide open. I have been sitting on that for literal months. <laughs> it's it's seriously <laughs> waiting to Great. get on this episode so that I could t- I could it, like I could put my theory out there as to how Usagi has long pigtails and buns. Hey, while we're on the subject of Usagi and uh, her hair, did uh, either of you watch the new Shira show? No. Yes. <laughs> the exactly the answer as i expected <laughs> uh first of all jordan you should it's very good but also like shira has a transformation sequence that is quite obviously uh very sailor moon inspired i mean in oh. a transformation sequence especially in a western animation that isn't yeah I- including the transformation sequence that kiss has in the kiss and scooby-doo movie where i think it's uh Paul Stanley's is exactly Sailor Venus's. I mean, there's a this isn't Western animation, but like there's a, a Sailor Moon transformation reference in uh, One Punch Man. Is there? Was there? Yes. I forgot. Yes. I, I definitely watched that one. Oddly enough, a uh, pretty pretty prisoner. Oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. Ah, that would make sense. I haven't watched the anime. Oh, I it's just, uh, terrific. I read the manga. It's terrific. I've never read the manga. It's. I mean, it's very very good. Okay. <laughs> My boyfriend is obsessed with One Punch Man, and he's very irritated that they haven't uh, done season two yet. Uh, now, does he do uh, the 100 squats and 100 push-ups every day? No. 
Uh, all right. So, Danielle, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life before we get into it? I mean, not totally, unless you count that I recently discovered a Japanese street fashion style called Maho K, which is a magical, magical girl, like street fashion. So like visual K, but magical girl, but like Maho Shoujo. Or like decora K, but Maho. Okay. Is that exactly what it sounds like? Just dressing as like dressing in the style of a magical girl? More, it's it's basically like a pastel K, but with like magical girl inspired jewelry. Okay. So it's it's way more extra than uh than a magical girl design is, if you can believe it. But it does mean that I found a source of a ton of Maho Shoujo uh, accessories that I desperately need. That is a heck of a that's a, a standard to be set yeah all right uh well i think we should just i think let's get into it because i am 24 minutes and 20 seconds away from being done with the horse forever right he didn't come back right you're you're that far in show but in the we, show it, we're yes. gonna take longer than that to talk about it mm, i think we could do it jordan okay but if we're, we really try yes but our fans would be sad would they at this point yes they, i think I our think... fans are like these assholes have been grumpy for a year they probably are enjoying watch, listening to us suffer at this point. There you go. At this point, that's the only reason to listen. <laughs> I'm sure we have funny things to say, too. Well, I'm, I'm ready uh, to get into it. My notes have the F-bomb in it probably more than in, in a long time. I mean, to be wow. fair, complaining is only annoying if it's not funny. <laughs> are, we, are we funny? Yes. Well, I, I can't tell anymore. I've been, in, I've been inside this too long. Like if you can make your complaints entertaining, then there's no problem. Well, that is a that is what we're gonna have to do. Are you ready, Danielle? Yeah, I, I linked some uh, Mahoke images. Jordan, are you ready? I am ready. All right, then let's do it one last time. Oh my god, I'm looking at these Mahoke uh, outfits and Adorable. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> right, um, that's pretty darn extra. One last time, it's Sailor Moon Supers. <laughs> As I said previously, this is episode 166 of Sailor Moon Supers. It's called Dreams Forever, Fill the Heavens with Light. It was written by Yoji Enokido. The director, <laughs> he's back. It's a boy. Kunihiko Ikahara. Animation director, Ikuko Ito. And it originally aired on March 2nd, 1996. I have no joke for that date. Um, okay. Something, something, beware the Ides of March. It's almost the Ides of March. No, no. Eh, I tried. Jordan. Yes. Unless I miss my get, like, unless I'm misremembering, this is the last one, right? This is the last one that has a Cloverway title. This is the last time before H. Reginald Cloverway was finally laid to rest with a stake <laughs> in his heart. Oh, Jesus. At the age of 170. <laughs> that's young for a vampire. Well, I mean, he wasn't a vampire. It's just that's what you got to do with oh. uh, 90s dub creators. <laughs> okay. All right. Lest they rise again. He had one last title. And I, I want I want to get this one, Jordan. Okay. All right. I'm going to say it's, it's like circus showdown oh jesus you're way off that's but that's what i would call it right um, th hey you know what th keep that in mind 
that that feeling that you just got for next episode when that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing from now on. Instead of <laughs> me guessing the like trying to guess the Cloverway title, we're going to just make our own Cloverway titles, which I don't think is going to be that hard. <laughs> no, because um, I don't think it was very hard then. I mean, it's going to be hard only in that we're going to have to challenge ourselves to come up with worse titles, probably. Yeah, we'll just have to think of something that's not in the episode. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see if I can get you there. Tennis troubles. That could be this one. How about this one? Um, oh. Just take an adjective the, that is mentioned briefly in the episode and then tack a noun onto it. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. A, that's a good plan. I mean, pick. Okay. Well, first of all, it's the, it's the most important noun of the season. And it's Dream. not horse. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And here's uh, here's your here's your terrible hint. Whoa. <laughs> One more time. Whoa. Not 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 happening, buddy. It's a U two song. I'm referencing. Okay. Um. You have mistaken me for someone with terrible taste. Well, listen. I I don't. I don't really listen to YouTube, but I know that song. It was one of their hits. It's fine. I I know their their uh, infuriating cover of the best song ever written, which I <laughs> have taken out of the soundboard because it's why sadly, is it infuriating to you? Because how dare they? But don't you want everyone to cover the best song ever written? No. Which song is that? Okay. Uh, it's the song "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home." Uh, as performed by Darlene Love. You know, earlier I today, I I heard a cover of it by R.E.M. Okay, it's it's weird that you're listening to Christmas music here on February 13th. I was listening Jordan. to the Christmas episode of Are You Talking R.E.M. Remy. Oh, okay. And that's why. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I just finished that podcast. But anyway, all right. Uh, so, okay. Well, then you're not going to get the YouTube Is reference. it New Year's Dream? <laughs> Sunday bloody dream. No, it's uh okay. Uh well, you know, what is it what what is the most a thing, right? No. What is the most common no, descriptor for like dream? In, in Japan, right? I, that's news to me. But, it's a thing in Azumanga Daio, which is again how I know most of what I know about Japanese culture. Think of the most common descriptor for a dream and then take it to the max. Sweet. Sweet dreams. To the max. Maximum sweet dreams. No, okay. No. What's the easy way to... What? Sweetest. There you go. The sweetest Sweet, dream. Sweetest dream. We so did you two, it. You two have a song it. called The Sweetest Everybody, Thing. Jake, please put in the, the, the approving thing. roar of a crowd. Why did you... Okay. You know there's a band called Sweet, right? Right, but that wouldn't have made you say the sweetest. Listen, if you, if you knew you two the sweetest thing, maybe you would have gotten it. It's fine. It's fine. That's what was in my head. That's fine. Yeah, and if I knew the name of the episode, I would have gotten it too. But <laughs> like, why are we talking about knowledge that I don't have, Jordan? I was tr- I was hoping you had it. <sighs> anyway, listen. Do do yourself a favor. Listen to you talking you two to me. Learn all of their music. There you go. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> it's a um, very good podcast. Even I have if you heard it's like a very good know. podcast. <laughs> I don't really like you two or REM all that much. I only like their hits. And I loved the podcast. Here's here's the thing, though. I, no one has time for podcasts anymore. That's true. Jordan. Except for this one. Except for this one. Because this one is shaping up to be eight hours long if we don't get into it. Danielle, what would you call this episode? Infinite Office Building? That's a good title. That's a very good title. Jordan, any, any thoughts on what you would call it? Mm, beating a dead horse. <laughs> but they don't, though. Um, the, they, the, they the, the horse beats them. They try. 
I mean, they also don't dream forever. So there you are. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. But they do. <laughs> do they fill the heavens with light? Why does H. Reginald Cloverway lie to us? No, he didn't. He didn't name that. He Why named does it the sweetest lie to us? Yes, that's accurate. They always. They're either really big spoilers or complete lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ikuhara is honest, unfortunately. Uh... <laughs> All right. So kick, kick us off, Jordan. Where are we at? Oh, we're jumping right in, are we? All right. Yeah, well, we, got, we, start... we don't have any more bits that we do. Okay. Well, we start. We're suffering. With... Here's the thing. We got to reinvent the show right, in stars. We? I think we make this show. As different as Stars is, Sailor Business Stars. Sailor Moon. But you haven't watched an episode of Sailor Stars. Yet, no, have I haven't. Okay, thank God. So I'm just guessing. Okay. Well, you'll see. So we start with a recap of the end of last episode, as we've been doing recently. We see um, Usagi and Shibi call on the beautiful dreams of everyone on Earth. They all say Moon Crisis power. They blast Nihelenia and seemingly murder her completely. <laughs> Just murder her to death. Um, oh, by and- the way, I was reading. Um, I was reading One Punch Man since we were talking about it earlier, and uh, Wait, it, there you was- were reading it since we talked about it. <laughs> yes, in the ten minutes. <laughs> no, I was reading it the other day because I, oh, okay. I dropped the two bucks on the Shonen Jump app, and yeah, that's uh, right. okay, that <laughs> grump, grump, grump. <laughs> uh, and it had, uh, I think it's One Punch Man Volume Nine has what was definitely the best line of comic book dialogue in the year, which is, I'll kill you so hard you won't even die. (laughs) Okay. Well, spoilers, they might have done that. But in the meantime, uh, what happens is there's a huge explosion that happens. It blows away all of those hundreds of circuses. So you know how, like, at the end of, like, an episode, they just went, oh, my God, a Brazilian circuses land. And they, they literally, the cats were like, that's a lot of circuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all dead now. They all just died. Yeah. Cool. The, 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 <laughs> the show has a problem with stakes. I think. <laughs> I think that's a recurring problem in old beloved sailor moon yes yes that's storytelling 101 like you don't like respond to the question of will this work with yes all the time <laughs> you, like you you answer the scene question with yes but or no and right and also i think the circus suffers from uh what do they call it like the the law of ninjas right yes the the, more the inverse there are, law of ninjas the, the less uh, the yeah. less oh, powerful they are Right, right. There was a zillion circuses, and they all just fucking die. Um, yeah. And this is this is the result of Chibi calling on everyone in the world who has beautiful dreams. Yeah, or at least everyone in Tokyo. Well, yeah, at least in Tokyo. <laughs> from Tokyo. Uh, everyone in, in Juvan. Everyone in about six blocks, <laughs> but not Motoki. Yeah, M- Motoki, too far. Boring dreamer. Motoki just needs to get through the week. Okay. <laughs> what do you think Motoki's <laughs> dreams are like? Um, um, can I cover rent and afford to go out to eat this week? Okay, you say that. I think Motoki's rich. His family owns like, an arcade and a, a parlor. Yeah, they own multiple businesses, and he works for the family business. And remember that time we see him coming to work, and he's wearing like a fucking three-piece suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's he's memory rich, but I think his family's got money. That's my theory. 
my theory is that his family's got money, but he's like determined not to use the family money and like earn oh. his own way. Oh. oh, and that's the way he's going to impress his uh, entomologist love, who is going to Africa to study bees. Or like he just doesn't want to be defined by his family's money. Maybe his family had a successful parlor and he was like, let me start an arcade. And they were like, what? That's never going to work. A successful parlor? (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I was about to say it. (laughs) One of us had to. They fixed Uh, it. They fixed it. Look, you say that, but the arcade does brisk business. There's always at least four girls there. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. I I know the future and it's going out of business. <laughs> uh-uh. Dance Dance Revolution is going to get Motoki so much money. <laughs> but I hope he invests it because, again, I'm telling you, I don't think it's still open. I don't think Crown's open right now. If people go to Juban right now, I don't think it's there. Why are we spending this much time talking about Motoki's business plan? Because it's f- going to fail. Also, also, uh, you know what What he should do? You know what happens? I, here, here's what I think he's doing today. He has an escape room. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm in. Please. Please. Okay. Get me someone on the phone where we can reimagine Sailor Moon and everything is the same except they go to an escape room instead of an arcade. Every day? Every day. Every day after school. And they're like, then they get to a point where they're like, we're not even trying. We just are basically renting this room for an hour to hang out. Yeah. The cats are doing it. Cool. The The cats are paying the escape room fees. Jesus! I just want to see Artemis. Uh, I love it. Artemis going in and um, resetting all of the puzzles after someone's finished. Oh, this is this is very good. Like, <laughs> Motoki is so cute. All the girls are in love with him, and Motoki is so cute that they go and do the escape room after school every day. <laughs> you want a hint this time? And they're like, nope. Oh my god, I'm just a, I know that we're so off the rails, but I'm imagining Usagi in an escape room and it's the best thing I've ever thought of. <laughs> she oh. would not do well. I know, weirdly enough, like if they do go to the escape room every day, then Usagi is like, you can't fail to improve at something that you do constantly. So Usagi would become really good at uh at solving puzzles no see that's the thing i think she'd be really good at solving that escape room it's just one room i th- look you say that <laughs> you, you can't help but get better at things but i think usagi skido is the one who can prove you wrong <laughs> poor usagi oh and then that's why she becomes friends with amy oh i i'm figuring it all out i'm figuring it all out well then no actually that's the thing she takes amy to the escape room and they she gets out in like two minutes and she goes like that now we have to leave yeah now we have to leave actually it'd be really cool to see the scouts solving an escape room together sure and it's obviously a sailor v themed escape room (laughs) okay so we're in the first three seconds of this episode (laughs) oh right yeah we do have a thing to talk about it's just that motoki is way more fascinating than he appears i i agree he has a rich inner life. All right. All right. Well, Please, if you, <laughs> it's been a long time since we put out the call for fan art. Please draw the scouts doing an escape room or a Sailor V themed escape room. Send us your ideas. I, I want them like I want oxygen right wow. now. 
I have been uh, wanting to try out isomorphic uh, rooms drawings. Oh, please. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, but yes, Chibi uses the golden crystal, taps into everybody's beautiful dreams, explodes all the circuses, and all the scouts fall asleep. No, it, see, this is the they thing. They get all it's sleepy. <laughs> This this explosion, this energy is so effective that it kills a thousand circuses, but Nehalenia does not get killed. She's fine. It just broke her uh, her candy shell. <laughs> yeah, and all the and the building the scouts are in, even though it was the epicenter of the explosion, is not as destroyed as all the other circuses are. But the scouts did get all knocked out, like you said. It's it's a little bit fucked up. Yeah. Like the like it's the building, you know, it's not going to pass code, but it's also <laughs> like, you know, a structure. An inflatable circus. Yeah. So it's weird because all of a sudden Nehalenia is um, like turns into Dracula and has Chibi Moon. And then I don't understand why this happens, but all of a sudden the structure that they're in, or at least part of it, starts getting flown up into the air towards the moon. Now, do you know why this is? Well, Nehalania uh, says. What does she say? She says, "Are are you wondering why this this thing is rising?" Oh well, and, I didn't and, notice that. Yeah, I am wondering, Nehalania, why? Uh, she says it's because uh, she's being sealed again, like sealed away again. Like she, the explosion like cost her a bunch of her power, and she can't like fend off the. The confinement and that anymore so like makes her fly? she's being pulled back into the into the the dark moon apparently <sighs> see they all keep talking they yeah they mentioned getting drawn towards the new moon at which point i'm like but the new moon is not a thing i mean it does exist no it it doesn't like the moon doesn't go away jordan if that's what you were thinking right no that's what i'm saying like it's not like the new moon is different than the previous moon it's just the time when the moon is facing the other direction yeah, but that's the but that is the other side of the moon, so it's that's a thing. You're being too hard on Nehalenia. You're being too hard on Sailor Moon Supers, and I've never said that to anyone. Wait, so are you? But like, <laughs> so is she the ruler of the back of the moon? Yes, that's ridiculous. That, yeah, that was established in the last episode. I, no, that's preposterous. D- Danielle, am I right? Jordan, you've been watching Supers for the last many, many, many weeks. Preposterous is kind of the name of the game here. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're right. It's not the most preposterous thing that's going to happen in this episode. But yeah, like she, she's like her deal is that she's the queen of the dark side of the moon. And Silver Millennium thought, was the light no, side. I remember them saying that she was the queen of a different moon. No, she I'm, was the queen of an asteroid before she was sealed away. I mm, See? OK, well, OK. I thought I thought it was I thought that's what was established in a previous episode. But I will I will defer to you on this, Danielle, because you have paid attention to this a lot more than I have. <laughs> she like she has this whole expo- like exposition speech where you find out like why she is the way she is. Yeah, but I thought I thought in that it's revealed that she was the other queen of the moon. No, she said that uh, she was the queen of a small asteroid. Oh, and I thought, she, and she calls herself like the true queen of the moon, but I think that just means because she means like, I'm going to take over. It. Okay, that must be what confused me, because let me tell you, I think it would be a lot cooler if she was the queen of the dark side of the moon. It would, yeah. Yeah, because that's like got some like fairy tale shit in it that, that I like. I think uh, the, the dark side of the moon is basically like somehow like 
the power that Serenity used to seal her away. I don't mm, know. Okay. It, it doesn't make sense, but she says that she's being pulled back up to the dark moon to be sealed away again in a mirror. Oh, I just remembered that if you if they live on the moon, they don't have day and night then. Yeah, they just have day. I mean, or they just have night, I guess, but yes. Well, I mean, we've seen Silver Millennium. It's always daytime. <laughs> Maybe they just like walk until they get to the nighttime. <laughs> Yeah, then then it's night whenever you want it to be. If, well, I, the, if I get tired after I'm awake for three hours, I'm just going over the dark side. The moon does <laughs> rotate. It just doesn't rotate so that we ever see the other side of it. No, no, I, but I thought it I thought it rotates. No, no, wait, you're right. It's kind of like in lockstep with us so that whenever the moon is, you know, visible over a part of the Earth, it's always the same side. Yes, yes. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> but does that mean, is there or is there not a part of the moon that's never There isn't. Light? There isn't. There's okay. not a part of the moon that's it never It does rotate just like any of... other celestial body. <laughs> hey, uh, Danielle, I want to thank you for explaining just basic astronomy <laughs> to these two cool guys. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all confused. All right. Po- point being, I did mention this earlier, but s- the scouts are all knocked out, but it literally just looks like they got sleepy and decided to take a nap. In the middle of a on, on a bunch of rubble. Yeah, but I mean, look, but look at them. They look like they're just like, oh, I got sleepy. <laughs> All right, Chris, we got to get into this because we're about to get to the, the first giant what the fuck of the episode. Yeah, I mean, like, look, here, here's a here's a hot uh, tip for everybody. Nothing that happens is going to make any more sense than escape rooms and, and astronomy. <laughs> so they walk up stairs for 50 years. And when they get to the top, well, well, first of all, Sailor Moon grabs onto the circus tent that's rising. <laughs> it's just, I can't even say it. It's not even a circus tent. It's like a weird animal head. I don't know what the fuck it is. No, it's the it's the inside of the of the like that that thing is part of the stage in the circus. Okay, we've seen that before. All right. Anyway, it's flying. She grabs onto it. She runs up the stairs after Nehalenia, who's carrying Chibi Moon. They are each walking for about 10 years. They walk for quite some time. It's a lot of stairs. Yeah. And just as Sailor Moon is about to get to the top, she hears Nehalenia like breaking down in uh, not tears, but like crying out in, in unhappiness. And she gets to the top. And then we find out this thing that somebody on a previous episode alluded to. And we were like, what the fuck are you talking about? But apparently is actually seems to be true, which is that Nehalenia is really Zirconia. What the fuck? Did that happen? I honest to God do not remember that. When we watched the episode where Nehalenia and and Zirconia were talking to each other and she was like, what is it you want? She's like, to look in the mirror and not see you anymore. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to see you anymore either, asshole. And then like killed her. And it was our guest at that time. And I apologize for not remembering who was the guest on that episode was said something about them being the same person. And it was like, what? what? We don't understand why you're saying that. And well, here's the deal, because it apparently is true, is the answer. Is is she Zirconia? Uh, that's what her face looks like. And in a moment, spoilers, she's going to have a giant Zirconia come out of her chest. <laughs> maybe it's like yeah, a, I, maybe it's like a Gollum Smeagol kind of thing. I think I, yeah. I mean, she does <laughs> look like Madame Zirconia. And they used to talk to each other through a mirror. Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's okay. That's actually kind of cool, though, because they did used to talk to each other through a mirror. So it's not just like a weird magic mirror thing. It's like legit. 
And also, that means it undoes the secret. It's like a reversal of what they normally do. They 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 took out a person in the middle. Now, you say this is like a, a Gollum Smeagol thing. I'm thinking it's more of a uh, Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe, sort of, sort of joint. The difference being? It's the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe it's just like the level of ham and the performance is the difference. Oh. Yes. <laughs> We get this flashback where everybody's head is weird. <laughs> what? I haven't gotten to this yet. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their heads are like bobbing and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they're not they're, bobbing. They're... they're just like rising. Like they're like falling, but no other part of their body is moving. So it's like they don't have a neck. They just have like a track that their head is on. Yes. And it just goes they're... straight down. Their bodies are not animated and their heads are. And it's a very like weird, creepy effect. But like the, the heads aren't really animated. Like you get lip flaps, but otherwise the heads are completely still and just like click and drag. I just want to mention at the beginning of this flashback, when we see the planet of all circuses, uh, the moon is visible. Okay. So it's not on the moon. None of it makes sense. No, listen, why why, why are we trying? (laughs) It's our, it is our fate. To try. It is. Just like it is Nehalenia's fate to lose her beauty, which she thought was eternal. Oh, my God. So, like, get the fuck out of here. She has the... I'm really mad at her as a person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Because, I listen, th- this episode will, will, will center around those famous words that we've either read or heard slightly different versions of. Uh, no, uh, that a child's dream is a dream of dreams. Yes. And... We always uh, heard it in reference to the Amazonist quartet who are childish and refuse to grow up. But apparently the real childish one is Nehalini herself, whose origin story is finding out that she will grow old someday and being like, no. And it's like, really? Yeah. Um, she basically has the same origin as the villain from the Halle Berry Catwoman movie. Oh, God, I saw that once on a plane, and I'm glad I don't remember it. Uh, well, it's not good. Yeah, that's the part. That's all I remember. <laughs> it is as bad as everyone said. <laughs> Tell us this origin. Oh, um, it, Sharon Stone is is getting older, so she doesn't want to look older. So she invents a a beauty cream that gives you like Luke Cage skin. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, actually. There are yeah, side effects. Yeah, if you stop using it, um, yeah, there are there are side effects, and if you stop using it, you like go into severe withdrawal. Um, which that's less. Good. There is no downside to continuing to use it, though, which is a kind of a plot hole. Well, you have to afford it. Yes, I, I guess that there is that. There's capitalism, which is always the downside, right? Um, I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say and deny that people do crazy probably terrible things to avoid aging obviously that happens um yeah we all know we all know about elizabeth bathory i remember when i first saw this feeling like very sort of affected by her uh her like backstory because that was like that was a time when i was you know starting to move from child into like adolescent and that's like when you first start to learn 
like how much of your value is how you look and mm. like becoming aware of like the measures that women take to like mask how old they are yeah i feel like this is very much like the like the second episode of the show right the one that's the uh the weird weight loss clinic episode jesus no where where it's like i i look at this and i'm torn between like okay this is like a interesting commentary on on what you know danielle just said and i'm also equally frustrated that we have this you know lady villain with this awesome look whose deal is like well i'm just not gonna be pretty anymore and so it's like this weird i I want it to be the good half of that you know well in its defense as as much as i'm like oh come on with your that's really your motivation the scene itself is actually pretty awesome the scene itself is really good i got a sense that there was something else in the mirror that was like latching on to this this deep-seated fear of hers and this like sudden panic at seeing herself not just older but like decrepit like it sort of just jumped in to show her the worst possible result of her aging like if she never took care of herself at all and like basically like let her dress become all mothy and like if she just like stood still for a hundred years what she would look like and like it took that fear and it used it to worm its way into her mind and like bend her to its will which i mostly kind of picked up on because of the way that she ends up like just staring into the mirror and like monotone chanting the the child's dream is a dream of dreams thing and that is the part that i thought was really awesome like the so she sees her hideous future self in the mirror she her words yes her words she calls herself hideous not my opinion i mean it's kind of my opinion too but it's definitely her opinion Um, like i said like (laughs) it literally showed her the worst possible like result of aging right so she freaks out i mean again she's been alive for a thousand years so she shows her thousand year old self and um she freaks out she looks so horrified and it's it's really well done and then beautifully animated yeah and she just stares in horror at the mirror and we slowly zoom in on it with it creepily creepily chanting uh never ever forget to remember child's dream is a dream of dreams never ever yeah this is one of the best sequences in the season I think like it's genuinely creepy and weird and her, you know, her, her Joker, uh, seeing the mirror freak out is really good. Yeah. And then we get the equally creepy and very weird origin of all her circus friends. And proof that it was not just the Amazonas quartet that fueled the black circus, black moon circus. (sighs) yeah but so this doesn't okay this doesn't make a lot of sense to me let's let's do it let's so tell us what happens there i don't know which part of this doesn't make sense to you Jordan. <laughs> i will explain it to it's you. pretty clear cut to me so explain the origin well she she shoots people's pink mirrors out oh wait hold on we also do did we, we do we jump past the the part where we see a million zirconias in the mirror with her and what the there's f- also a million zirconias in the mirror what the fuck which is also mega creepy cheapy zirconias and they're all weird shaped what the okay what the fuck anyway origin of the japanese horror man japanese horror is the most like evocative you've seen how right jordan no 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 i still haven't really oh jordan you would love it like i'm not i'm not kidding at all you would love it I'm, i'm sure so but okay so as you said she's knocking their mirrors out yeah, it's all of her like court, like all of her courtiers and retainers from 
her moon kingdom and she blasts their mirrors out. And when you lose your soul mirror, you turn into a circus person. You turn into a clown or a trapeze artist or a ballerina. Okay. That's just what happens when you have your soul ripped out. Putting aside for a moment, the fact that that's kind of offensive to actual circus performers. (laughs) I mean, it's really, yeah, it's not great. (laughs) Putting that aside, what I don't think works about that is it, it just makes the rest of the season confusing. It doesn't clarify things. It makes me go, wait, then why didn't you eat their dreams? Like she's not trying. She's, she's very specifically is like, yeah, uh, feeding off of their dreams is what keeps me young forever. Except that's not the plot of the season. She's not trying to get dreams to stay young. She couldn't get dreams to stay young. She was trapped in the mirror. Right. They couldn't exactly give the pink mirrors to her. No, all of this. Right. But, uh, but I stand by my point that it confuses the point of the season. If the entire first season they were going, we need energy to, to do this thing. And at the end, uh, Queen Beryl was like, oh, really? I started loving energy to power my, my iPod. To power my secret double queen? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> no. that is what happens at the end of the no. first season. No, they're look, that is what they're trying to do the entire season is get enough energy to do that. I'm saying is if at the end she was like, really, I love energy for a different reason, which is not the thing I'm trying to do all season. Uh, and I'm not going to do it now either. But I just thought I'd mention I like energy for that reason. Like they, they spent this entire season going, we're trying to knock dreams out to find Pegasus. That is why we're doing it. And at the end, she goes, also, I eat them. I know I haven't eaten them all season and I'm not going to eat them now, but I just wanted you to know I eat them. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's, again, like... I think the point was that the golden crystal was better for it than any amount of dreams were. All of this makes sense. I'm just saying I don't... It's I, I think it's a needless doubling of thematic things and convolution. I think if you're gonna say she feeds off dreams, then she should just be feeding off dreams all season, which also would have been great. But then but how then do we how have do you give the... people's dreams back? The same way that you get their peak energy back and all and their and their 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 hearts back in the heart eating episode no because if the dreams are eaten the dreams are gone but then how would we have the amazon quartet uh the amazon trio uh molesting victims every week i mean you can't get rid of that no they would just fail again the exact same way that do you not remember all last season chris when the whole plot of the season is we have to find hearts to wake this girl up and they literally never succeed (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do remember that (laughs) And yet she still wakes up, so oh. it worked out fine. <laughs> yeah. Is this show good? <laughs> <laughs> Literally only like two of the Witches Five were in any way competent for any amount of time. <laughs> I mean, Mehmet True. would much rather like watch Real Housewives of Orange County and paint her nails and actually do her job. <laughs> she was the best. Mehmet was wonderful. And the others, like, I don't even remember their names because they had like an episode each. Oh, the last ones at the end, Pitlow? sure. Uh, yeah, no, forget it. Those you do, I of course. We love one. her. Oh, well, she's great. Yeah, but not as good as. And then Mamet, and then the rest. <laughs> Professor and Marion. Nehalenia learns that devouring the dreams of others was the way to immortal youth and beauty, and by devouring, she means just tucking them up under her skirt. If you know what I mean. No, like in a very literal way. Oh, okay. Uh, and then she says that all the circus people are living corpses, yeah, which is, whatever. which is a cool, like I, I will live forever alongside the living corpses of my retainers. Dope. Extremely dope. Also, will you explain to me why some of them are trapeze artists? No, no, 
That will not be explained? Okay, thank you, Nalania. She just likes the circus, man. Living that circus life. Cirque de la Lune. Cirque de la Lune more. So get ready, because it's about to get weirder. I already referenced this. Hey, do you remember? Maybe we, this again, this is in keeping with the season. Do you remember when there were the Lemurus who would eat dreams? Uh, yes, I do remember that. Not to stay young forever, by the way. But when they, when they existed, the way they tended to work was they all had double faces on their chests. Yes. Well, they learned it from watching her because when she attacks Sailor Moon here, yeah, a giant zirconia chest burster pops out of her. The giant zirconia snake? Yes. The the dune worm? Yes. It comes out of her. Yeah, it's literally like those terrifying. It's like those uh those cans that look like cans of peanuts that you open up and then yeah. snakes pop out. It's literally yeah. that. It's like a weird segmented jack-in-the-box. It's so fucking creepy. I love it. It's so weird. Say what you will about this season not making sense, but it like doesn't. at least it's got some kick-ass imagery in the last episode. Also, she tries to strangle Sailor Moon. Right, which that's you what I was going to say. She, see on, on she, she, like, she I half expected her. to see like red bruising around her neck afterward. And why does she stop? Uh, she stops because Sailor Moon tells her, like, you're gross and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Which is a pretty brutal burn. Well, she doesn't say you're gross. She just says, I feel sorry for you. I I added the you're gross because <laughs> it's what Usagi's thinking. But yes, she says, I feel sorry for you. Right. And she freaks out about not wanting sympathy. Don't look at me with sympathy. That's the way you looked at me last time. AKA your mother looked at me. Don't look at me. I don't want any sympathy at all. It's a, that's a deep cut. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And, and. She says, oh, man, that's what that's what uh, Queen Serenity looked at me like. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. So she picks up Sailor Chibi Moon and she goes uh, by the throat, by the throat. Oh, she goes for the do. choke slam. That's what you do. So she goes, I'm going to take away what you love most and just throws her to her death. And Chibi dies. Yeah. End. And it's like he's like, mm, well, that <laughs> I got some bad news for you. That wasn't actually what I love the most. Pizza still exists. <laughs> She's no, pretty upset, though. Mamo. Yeah, Mamo. And Mamo. Yes. And I'm not that upset. Chibi's dead. The end. That's not what happens, Jordan. Oh, you're right. It's not the end. It's this. It's the act break. You know, Jordan, say what you will. I will. Uh, okay. Uh, but I think we provide a needlessly in-depth look at the Sailor Moon anime. Oh, our episodes are minimum three times the length of the episodes we're talking about. I try to make them go faster. And nobody wants that. I, I do. I sure do. But, but, but if you're out there and you enjoy these feature-length uh, deep dives into Sailor Moon... <laughs> There is a very easy way that you can help support the show. What's that? I was kind of hoping you'd pick it up. Uh, you can oh, just go to uh, well, Patreon.com. Well, you didn't ask me. You said it. I, I, I couldn't tell. You were okay. Well, when I, I'll when do I it. stop talking, you pick up the thing. Uh, yeah, but sometimes you hey, want everybody, me to pr- okay. Did you know we do a new one of these in every episode? <laughs> and we never rehearse it or talk about what we're going to do? No one could have guessed that. Hey, listen. Here's how here's how you you're supporting. Jordan's going to sit down backwards in a chair and turn his baseball cap around cuz things are getting real now. Yeah, guys, here's how you support if you love a podcast a lot. 
like ours. You go to patreon.com slash sailor business, no matter what podcast you love. Yeah. You go to patreon.com slash sailor business and you pledge every month as much money as you're willing to part with. It could be as little as one dollar and that's super helpful and, and we love that support. It could be as much as sixty thousand dollars a month. And if we get that we won't do a podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just enjoy stop. the money. Yeah. But in between is any amount you want. And I believe, for example, the people with the at the $15 level have all at this point gotten their brand new act sorry Luna leaning over against a wall pins. I do believe that uh all of those are out and on their way. Uh but if you become a new $15 backer, uh you will be getting that new pin or we still have uh, our first pin, the tennis ball tennis sailor moon, ball, which you can get in touch and ask uh, and and get that one instead if you would like. I've got the Aksari pin. I love it so much. I wore it uh, to work the other day. It was terrific. It's a great pin. I really like it. Uh, both of our pins were designed by Katie Donnelly, uh, former guest of the show and future guest of the show. <gasps> That's right, because we got uh, we got stars coming up. I want one, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be stars on sailor on sailor business too. I want to not be poor so I can have a pin. I want to not be poor, <laughs> so go to patreon.com slash sailor business. <laughs> and uh, and we should mention uh, just one more time. Well, we or at least one more time. We'll plug that um, the pizza coffee shirts are on sale again. Yes. Not by us now, but by the original designer. Christy O'Brien Murphy. I don't have the link in front of me, but if you go to her Twitter, uh, or to, well, to our Twitter, we definitely linked to it. But uh, her Twitter, she's Bunny Soros, right? I believe so. Bunny Soros underscore Rex, and you can find a link there. It's pinned up at the top of her tweets. You can you can get it in multiple colors now, and uh, that is awesome. It's such a great shirt. Uh, all right. So once again, patreon.com slash sailor business. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, I don't know. There's other podcasts out there. All right. All so, right. Like, don't like, no, I'm just saying don't, don't waste time. Go, go find something you love. Yeah. If you're suffering through this podcast, s- stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That being said, I told people on the internet that we were recording our last episode of Sailor Moon S and asked if they had any questions about it. Okay, I think what we're going to need to do is just do a chibi sode between seasons. About? About, like, where we take questions and maybe thoughts on the season from our listeners. Because we got we to get through this. Oh. I, all right. All right. You don't want to answer all our right. listeners' questions. That's fine. Yeah, well, we'll do a chibi sode. Sure we will. <laughs> I'll do a chibi sode. Oh, even better. Me and Jake. Love it. How about that? Love it. All right. Uh, Danielle, anything you want to get out here in the act break? Any any plugs? Uh, don't we do those at the end? Yeah, we do. But, you know. <laughs> um, you could just plug something you like. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go ahead and, and plug my uh, my boyfriend's actual play podcast that I have been oh. on. The Drunk and the Ugly. Go to nice. drunkandugly.com for that. They are also publishing a an RPG of their own called Goblin, where you you play goblins, and it's hilarious. That sounds cool. That is awesome. If tabletop RPGs aren't your thing, and you're more of like a a video game kind of person, you can also check out his Twitch channel, The Strategic Reserve, where he plays a lot of strategy games. Um, and 
other stuff. Currently, he's playing XCOM 2 and Subnautica. Alrighty. And with that, I think we should get right back into it. As Chibiusa plummets towards Earth. Her death. Jordan, you know she doesn't die. I don't. I'm I'm really I've got my fingers crossed. For which outcome? Well, she's <laughs> I mean, her not to be on the show anymore. <laughs> she's so much better now. Your hatred is a relic. Yeah, I don't care. That sounds like some shit Obi-Wan Kenobi would say, by the yes, way. I'm, I'm taking very an impressed. easy way out. Chris, only the Sith deal in absolutes. That's an absolute. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> it's something Obi-Wan said. Enjoy. Yeah, I know. I think I have the high ground, so let's talk about this. Yeah. Speaking of people who have the high ground, Usagi has the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> watch watch segue, my man. Her daughter plummet to her death. And Usagi uh, looks very sad about this. I don't know. What do you say? 30 seconds, 60 seconds pass, 90 seconds pass. Watching it's her. A, it's a bit. All. It's a, it's a little bit. And Nihilani is like, look, they, they've clearly blown the animation budget <laughs> on what we've already seen. Nihilani's like, Nihilani snakes do not come cheap. Oh, sure, sure, sure. She's watching her suffer. She's like, I heard you like apples. <laughs> How do you like them apples? And Sailor Moon's answer is to stand up tall on the edge of the world and go, hey, you're not going to beat me. And then plunge to her own death. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> you can't kill me. I'm dead. Uh, jumps off the edge. I really do like how, like, Nihalania is trying to gloat and brag about it. And, like, Sailor Moon is just not paying attention to her. She's just ignoring her completely. Not only that, she continues to kind of gloat about it after Sailor Moon well, is gone. Sailor Moon She's like, jumps off right. the edge. And then Nihalania just kind of stands there for a good, like, four or five seconds and just goes, how foolish. <laughs> so so she then uh, backs her way back into the mirror. The giant lizard she was riding on dissolves, and her mirror flies up into the darkness of the moon. And she's like, I'm going to be young forever. Hooray. I'm Peter Pan. Except with fewer friends. Except with fewer friends. And she's yeah, she's literally like, I'll be young and beautiful and alone forever. Hooray! Oh, and man, I'm like the life, honestly. Nice. The dream. <laughs> Mood. Meanwhile, I don't know how high up they were, because they are still falling and they're gonna be for a little while. There there are people, uh, Chris, you're a fan of the um the Fast and the Furious films. Mm-hmm. And because uh, even I think those are films you can enjoy even while going, hey, guess what? They're stupid and absurd. Mm, I would never say that. OK, well, some of their fans would. And so at some point, I forget the distance, but someone calculated how long that runway is at the end of what is it? Six. Mm-hmm. The, the one where they're on the runway for like an hour. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like 20 miles long or something like completely absurd. So I think somebody should likewise figure out how far up they are falling from. Well, I mean, here, I'll, I'll get you started. The basic, the basic equation for uh, calculating falling speed is it's 9.8 meters per second squared until you reach terminal velocity. Really? Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Ah, uh, physics class. That was a trip. So let's see. I'll, I'll, 
I'll go back and I'll see when she starts falling. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the math. I just know. I just know the formula. <laughs> oh God damn it! Well, she Chibi starts falling at 13:22, and she stops falling at let's see, uh, around 19 minutes. So. <laughs> That's so far. <laughs> yeah. Also, I should note, I should note, 9.8 meters per second squared in a vacuum, you have to calculate uh, wind resistance. Wind resistance, And they are yeah. wearing uh, very wind-resistant clothes and have a lot... That hair is not aerodynamic. That hair is going to uh, have a lot of drag on it. I don't know. I was actually thinking at one point, hey, she should, like, detransform, and so all her clothes turn into, like, ribbons, and that'll slow their fall. <laughs> but they don't do that. No. Um, I'll tell you what they also don't do. I'm sitting. I'm sitting there going, Usagi, streamline. If you're trying to catch Chibi, tuck in your arms. Like even I know that, and I'm a dummy. Yeah, but but okay. Would Usagi know that? Come on, wouldn't she? But she wouldn't look as like lower your. She wouldn't wind look resistant. as delicate and elegant if she didn't, you know, fall beautifully. And in fact, what she does is even weirder because she transforms. Okay, so she realizes she's not going to reach Chibi. She's falling. Even though, again, she waited a minute and a half before jumping af- after her, um, she's like a pretty good, uh, she's relatively close. She could see her. She's like, I just can't get there. So all of a sudden she transforms into Princess Usagi. Who she, has, she transforms into Princess Serenity, who has a, a gown on. Yeah, a, a, a much bigger dress. It absolutely should not help her go faster. But she goes much faster. I gotta say, I fucking love it when she turns into Princess Sailor Moon, though. <laughs> That's, it's the shit. Because, like, the shot of her, like, yes, it's silly. And the drag coefficient is off in this show for babies, this fantasy show for babies. But that shot of her, like, coming straight at the camera where the dress is just, like, th- this, like, halo around her is mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yes. This is... Uh, exactly what we talked about last time though of oh guess what there's a problem well there's a new magical power that solves it done yeah i mean <laughs> yes i'm willing to forgive a lot if the if stuff is gonna like really look awesome like it does here god that shot of her coming at the camera like that should be our episode image because it's really fucking good i don't know there's actually a lot of really good yeah, visuals a, in this one there's a bunch of good ones i mean look you can tell it's an ikuhara episode good visuals because it looks like an ikuhara episode in uh in every way not to derail but um princess sailor moon is actually a thing yeah that's a that's a pretty guardian thing right yeah yeah i should say princess princess serenity yeah it's a it's a costume that usagi only wears in pretty guardian yeah uh i know about that but i don't i haven't seen those episodes yet so i get that stuck in my head but yes she's she's uh not princess sailor moon she's princess serenity uh, in her Princess Serenity gown that we all love. You know, the one with the yellow things, the yellow O's. Hey, there's a thing that's happening here mm-hmm. that I can't tell if I'm crazy or not. Um, there's some, I mean, there's a pretty weird thing that happens here. No, no, it's not that. Um, it's okay. that it, it, it appeared for a minute, it's for a second, for a split fraction of a second. It looked like I saw her hair is whipping around super fast in the wind. And then there was like one frame where she has no hair. I mean, that probably is an animation error. Yeah. Like they, she's bald Taylor Moon for like a fraction of a second. That's a costume that she only wears in this episode. Bald Taylor Moon? (laughs) Bald Taylor Moon. That's when she has, that's when she has one punch man strength. (laughs) 
That's great. And it's for a f- one frame. It's for one frame. That's all she needs. So here's what happens. Uh, so then we get some stuff about how <laughs> this girl and her daughter from the future are going to grow up together. Yeah. What? Which I feel like there's a speech that she could give because she gives a speech. And they're like below the skyline now, right? Oh, like yeah. there's buildings going past. Oh, yeah. The tallest building in the world. This office building lasts forever. Yes. Yeah. The infinite office building. Fill, fill the skies with office buildings. The dream of light. The dream of windows. <laughs> the dream of windows. Fill the skies with office. Fill the heavens with office buildings. Uh, but yeah, like it's a very. It's a very sistery sort of thing. Yes. Which well, is they, fine because that's they how they, they often right. treat them. But also I feel like there's a thing that there's a much more resonant thing here of Usagi talking about how she doesn't want to sacrifice the future and, and give up on her future. And Chibiusa is quite literally her future. Like yeah. in in both a both a you know, I believe the children are our future way, and also a you are from nine hundred years in the future sort of she's, way. She's learning to love herself. Yeah, the greatest love of all. Yeah, you got it. Um, but instead, they're, what they're I think again they're they're instead contrasting it with Nehalenia's refusal to grow up, her evil Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, and going, let's grow up. Why don't we grow up? Yeah, that's kind of been like an undercurrent for the season. They kind of hit you over the head with with it with the uh, the age swap episode. That's like yeah. you know, being afraid of growing up is pointless. You should just embrace you know, the life experience ahead of you. I just feel like that could be like, if it's going to be that sentiment, then I think it should be the other Sinchi who are completely absent in this episode. Like, cause they're the ones, you know, they're the ones who have all the, what am I going to be when I grow up anxiety, you know, and, and the, the dreading growing they old. got over it in that mirror episode. They did get over it all in the mirror episode. <laughs> gotta get over it in the mirror. That's the whole, that's the whole season. Get over the fucking mirrors. There's, there's so much there's so many oh, how many weird pieces of imagery are there for no reason in this season i mean again some of it's good looking and others are just random and strange anyway i, I don't dislike the scene I, I think the scene works and i think it actually is pretty good thematically i just think it's a weird it, it's a weird thing for this care this specific character to say to this other specific character in the context of their relationship as characters well, and then it gets weirder. So two things I want to say about it. First of all, real quick. Which I don't, I don't know which part of this is weird. <laughs> is it the okay. angel wings? Well, we'll get to that. That was okay. the first I wanted to go really quick with the fact that the crystal is a crystal inside of a crystal. Well, a child's crystal is a crystal of crystals. <laughs> <laughs> like they show the crystal and then they like x-ray the crystal to like see that there's a even crystal-y crystal. A secret in the crystal. <laughs> And not to mention that this outer crystal was once inside of the crystal inside of the head of the... Okay. Oh my god. Nehalenia was a double queen all along. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yes, Chibi wakes up at the last second, allows Yusagi, the two of them to to crystal with the crystal inside the crystal. Yo dog, I heard you like crystals. Yes. uh, The crystals, by the way, not real. (laughs) They especially... Crystals cannot. Here's what they can't do: they're no Red Bull. They cannot give you wings. But the crystals they, don't give them wings, Jordan. Uh, are you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure because what the crystal does, oh, they wake up Pegasus. Is it summons Pegasus? And in the only, this is like the only time Pegasus has actually been cool. 
No. The spectral He's image of Pegasus body. crashes into them, and there's an explosion of light, and then they have wings, which should have been the shit they've been doing all season. Because it looks dope, <laughs> and I love it when Sailor Moon gets wings, because it has only happened twice. It makes no sense. Uh, no, none of it makes sense, but it's fucking cool. Again, it's an Ikuhara episode. <laughs> Sailor Moon just grows wings and then they No, she gets she gets Pegasus's wings. Except that there are four of them, two per yeah. person. It's magic, Jordan. <laughs> All right. Yes, but again, I, you know, but I again, think this is So no, I, no, 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 no. It's it's exactly the thing that we talked about last season and I'm glad that uh Brandon Sanderson put it into words why it doesn't work for me in that respect because again, I I don't have a Yes, I I, in real, I, I joke about, and I, I joke about it because it's true. Magic isn't real, duh. But in a story, I can accept magic. Except that the problem is, it's it's ma- it's using the magic to solve the problem without anyone understanding how magic works or what magic does. When 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 again, when 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 the when Sailor Moon solves the problem because it comes down to the fact that she is the friendliest person on earth and she uses the power of friendship to solve the problem. That's really moving and beautiful to me. But when she goes, Oh man, there's a real big problem. Uh, magic. I grew wings. I'm like, get out of here. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like it's also very symbolic of a moment of personal growth, which is kind of also the point of the show. Except right. But except that it's the growth doesn't actually solve the problem. It's, uh, but no, but look, I I'll give them this one. Okay. I will let them have this one because they've they've established Pegasus, right? Yes. Like like he, Pegasus exists. Sure. Pegasus is a flying horse. Well, he's a weird magical astral projected flying horse. Yes. Um okay. Danielle, am I am I correct in this? In this instance I think he is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the rules of Pegasus either because he well, lives in dreams Pegasus except when difficult. he doesn't. And he, what does he do? Usually not much except give them power. But what kind of power? Just the power to amp themselves up. Not grow wings. Like, again, he does different stuff. Look, look, like I said, this should have been what they've been doing the whole season. (laughs) Sure. Okay. And we get, like, Angel Wing Sailor Moon. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. When when the shit goes down. Maybe it's that uh, they're both in their, like, their princess forms. So in their princess forms, the power up is wings, but in their sailor scout forms, the power up is just going super. Yeah, there you go. Because see, not, I'm, I'm this, trying. Isn't, this isn't Sailor Moon and Ch- Sailor TV Moon. This is Princess Serenity and Princess Serenity. <laughs> small Serenity. Small Lady. Princess Usagi, Small Lady Serenity. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, you're right. If they had, if if they've been growing wings the entire time, though, it would it would undercut the ending because you'd go just grow your wings. Like, but, uh, but honestly, but actually they need to unlock the, the crystal inside the crystal. Right. You're right. That's, so maybe, maybe that's what it is. If you use the second crystal that's inside the crystal, different shit happens. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, if they had been using the, if they had been turning into super sailor moons that had wings the entire time, then I would accept that they grow wings at the end. And they, and it was that they had to wake everybody up in order to make it happen. Uh, if only you had evanescence, by the way, <laughs> I took it out. I took it out. Two K nineteen. Only new songs. Okay. Only only new soundboard songs. Uh, and here I thought we were bad company until the day we died, but apparently not. God, 
The only thing I have in here is the theme song to Crystal because I was listening to it earlier. <laughs> anyway. Any. Oh, a, a, oh I, I've got this one. I've got this one that I can always drop on you. That's when uh, Sailor Stone Cold shows up. Oh, yeah. That's a, one of those jokes I don't get. Yeah. So, okay. Point <laughs> being, point being, to get back to the point, we've seen Sailor Moon grow wings before. Yeah. When was that? That's when she went into the other dimension and came back with a baby and then gave the baby to two competent lesbians. Also a deus ex machina magic ending. Yeah. Oh, cool. Which, (laughs) dude, I'm sorry. At this point, we just have to deal with those. That's what the show is. It's just not ideal, man. It's just not ideal. Yeah, but it's what the show is. It is what the show has been for four seasons. But it's not what the show always is because, again. No, it is because. Because ghost scouts showing up and and lending you their power by making a pyramid and then shooting death lasers out at Queen Beryl, that's the same thing. It's just we like that because it No, I, I well I disagree. Because because I, on even on the simplest level, you don't have to think it's real if you don't want to. That could just be representative of her, you know, building up the, well, the, wait, the wait a second, strength, what is inner strength. Why can that be symbolism and this can't be symbolism then? What if she grows metaphorical wings? They symbolically grew wings? <laughs> then they would splat on the ground. No, she'll, you just don't see, like, no, no, no. Because then your argument is that you have to see how they do it, right? Yeah. But if the other thing is metaphorical, then we don't see how she defeats Queen Beryl. No, because the because it's, it's like, based on her confidence and shit. I like the angel wings. I, I'm not super oh, into I, angel I, wings. But, I, uh, I can tell. And again, I said most of the show is not like that because I'm talking about most of the show is they go, hey, guess what? Uh, each of the scouts has one attack and they had used that attack. <laughs> most of the show is a monster shows up and tries yeah. to eat somebody's soul yeah. and then they blow it yeah. up with their one attack. <laughs> and then like 40 episodes later, they go, hey, here's a new attack. And they go, I'll use that instead. Danielle, whose side are you on in this? Because I think we've reached the Sailor Business Civil War at this point. Oh my. I like the wings. I mean, the almost the entirety of why I love this season is the aesthetics, and those are some damn good aesthetics. It really is. Like, we talk a lot of shit about Ikuhara, and it is 100% justified all the time. But the dude does know how to drop some pretty dope imagery. Sure. Absolutely. This is a good looking episode. Yeah. So let's get to the denouement. Um, all the scouts are fine. I know you didn't see them get fine, but they're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they're all back in their civilian clothes. Uh, Memoru's in his um, mustard and purple blouse that he wears uh, that everybody missed, I'm sure. I missed it. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no tuxedo mask this episode, but he's back to being OK again because the Earth is no longer in danger. <laughs> Yeah, that's the part that I kind of have some trouble with. <laughs> that he's okay? No, it's that, that like, all of that stuff is resolved off screen. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's like, yeah, the Earth's not in trouble anymore, so I'm fine. The people of Tokyo spent weeks cleaning up destroyed circus parts. Yeah. But that happened. So then, here's the thing. I, I, and I'm confused again. <laughs> Pegasus... By which I mean Pegasus. Uh, Helios goes. Helios. Hey yeah. guys, I gotta, I gotta run. I gotta head back to Elysian where I gotta defend the the, the golden crystal, man. And at which point I go, wait, wait, what? Wait, where the fuck is Elysian? Because I, <laughs> yeah, he 
looks like he's about to catch a bus. Well, no, but except that's they're outside <laughs> at the park. But he like they're always at the fucking park. But he like teleports away. Uh, see, because when they talked about Elysian last episode, they were saying Elysian is the kingdom of Memoru, Memoru's kingdom. And I'm like, wait, Memoru's kingdom should be on Earth. Yeah. So Memoru's kingdom should be Earth. Yeah. So Elysian is on Earth still, and he's going to go back to it? Like, where is it? Greece. Okay. All right. I'm just going by the columns. So he's like, I'm hopping the plane to Greece. That's where the crystal lives. This isn't the airport, though. We've seen the airport. That's not how you get anywhere. In fact, we've seen the airport uh, where you go to Greece, because it's in Codename Sailor V. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Well, maybe he's just going to dream his way to Greece. Dream your way to Greece. (laughs) Maybe he's got like a hearthstone set to Elysium. There you go. So the scouts give uh, Chibi some guff because she's uh, like hiding behind them. And they're like, get out there and talk to your boyfriend. Yeah, which I. Yeah, they are way too encouraging of this. Yeah, I also don't like this because even though he's not a horse anymore, Helios is quite literally twice the size of Chibi. I put that in my notes. I wrote literally to X her height. Yeah. Because we get weird. a long shot and she's very clearly just like it is it is a matter of proportions. He's a lot taller than her. Yeah. Uh, that said, he is shorter than all the other scouts, which I was kind of surprised by. Uh, so they hug. And then in what I think is the, like this sequence just keeps getting weirder. Uh, we then get <laughs> the Amazon's quartet and they're like, well, I guess that's the end of the season. Hope these sailor scouts come back for season five. Oh, yeah, I think that is where I wrote this note, like, we are not friends, but I can't remember <laughs> what I was thinking when I wrote that. Uh, oh, I guess that's right. Yeah, because 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 one of the little one is like, why don't we say goodbye? And it's like, because they don't give a shit about us. Like, why would we say goodbye? <laughs> We're not friends with them. If it's meant to be, maybe we'll meet again. OK, do they come back? We'll see. You can tell me. No, we'll see. I don't remember. <laughs> Okay. Man, I'll tell you. No, I've again, I've watched all these episodes. And when I watched this the other day, I was like, I don't remember any of that shit. And it was freaky as hell. I mean, yeah, well, you did watch them 10 years ago. It wasn't that long, but it no, was it was. Was it 10? It was no. at least 10. I know. I don't think you're right about that. When was it? Was it like 2009? Because 2009 was 10 years ago, Jordan. Uh, no, I think it was later than that is where I'm going. Mm, with this. I don't think it was. I seem to recall. Anyway, she fucking kisses a horse and the horse flies away. The yeah, end. And we get and, and just just to be sure, we do get a shot of her like snuggling up with the horse. And I do not think that is symbolic. That is real. <laughs> and then she goes, I didn't get to tell him about my dream. And I'm like, he lived in your dream. <laughs> he knows way too much about your dream. Little lady. I've caused you. How is it so much more hilarious to call her little lady than small lady? little lady i've caused you so much trouble because it's so much more like affectionate and pet namey <laughs> little yeah. lady i think it's because he's a horse and you have to say it in a cowboy accent oh <laughs> would this season be better if he had a southern accent uh i think most anime would be better if people had southern accents all right not that you're biased no i i i love the simple beauty of of the southern accent how come you don't play up your accent i mean I, i'm not because i'm not dishonest jordan oh, okay that's fair that's yeah fair. why don't you play up your accent um 
I don't know what you're talking about. Is that what people from Connecticut sound like? I don't know. That was just me doing a, trying to do like more of what I sound like normally. I don't know what I fucking sound like. I could do an impression. Hey, what the fuck? I'm not from New York even, so too bad. <laughs> oh, okay. I am from New York. <laughs> Were you offended by that that fake accent I just put on? I'm from central New York. Okay, all right. Then, then, then we sound Midwestern there. Hey, I'm walking. <laughs> That's it, right? That's what you say up there? Yes. Hey. I'm walking. This is a crosswalk. This Mr. is a crosswalk. Your car is encroaching on us. Hey, buddy. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is a this is an episode. Okay, that's the end, right? That's the end. So yeah. that's the end. Uh, now, he, uh, something I want to mention that is important. You know what? I'll save it until a little bit later. Never mind. We'll move on. Now is the time where we talk about what we learned from this episode of Sailor Moon. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Uh, and we will start with you, Danielle. What did you learn? Upon watching the finale of Sailor Moon Supers one more time. Uh, Tokyo has the tallest office buildings in the world. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Jordan? Um, Jesus Christ. I learned. Oh, my God. I'm trying not to learn something super depressing. I'm not having a lot of luck. (laughs) Gotta learn something. I learned uh, that the best way... To stay forever young is to devour dreams. That's that's true. I just learned that. I didn't know. How about you? Um, I learned that I that they didn't actually deal with Nihilenia. <laughs> so you can just thing. not deal with the supervillain if you don't want to. I don't think you're right about that because I'm pretty sure she comes back. Okay. All right. But, she just but, goes away. But that end. being said, like that's that doesn't seem like the end of the world. She literally ends the episode going, I've been banished to be alone forever, and I'm cool with that. And that seems like an okay, everybody should go, oh, okay. That's a fair ending. <laughs> that is Sailor Moon Supers. I do think we are gonna do a Chibi episode, Jordan, where we maybe talk about our final thoughts on the episode and answer some listener questions about it. I think that would be fun. Okay. But for now, uh, I am way more curious to hear Danielle's final thoughts on this episode of Sailor Moon. And this season. And this season, yeah. It had a lot of aspects that would have been better and vastly improved the season if they had been at least alluded to earlier on if not like incorporated into the entire plot. Yeah, it does. It does seem like there's a lot of just making it up as you go mm. in this. But also like Nehalania's uh, flashback is still one of the most like haunting and astonishing visual sequences that I've, I can remember of Sailor Moon. Yeah, that it is. It's, it is the, kind of origin story that should not nearly be be as good as it is like it could go wrong so easily but it's really good yeah it's like it's it's such a weak ass motivation for a villain but Mm -hmm. it still makes sense yeah (laughs) and like you you can buy it and it's done well like it's all it's all in execution it's always all in the execution if you if you do it good enough you can get away with just about anything in Sailor Moon, I think. That was, and again, that scene was great. Yes. 
even though I was sitting there going, what? But then I was like, oh, look at that. What were you doing? <laughs> I was going, oh, look at that. Or before that, when I went, what? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was wondering what you were doing. There we go. Uh, so thoughts on the season, Danielle? I, I still love it. I know it's not good, but I love it. That's that's cool. That's cool. You're allowed to love things that are not. Th- th- there were people tweeting at us saying this is their favorite season. When I when I tweeted that I watched the last episode, people were tweeting at me going, that's my favorite season. And I was kind of like, whoa, OK. Yeah, like it it, it really just kind of depends on when you first saw it and how it affected you that first time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, yes. And, I, and yeah, if this is your first season of Sailor Moon, then like you might really, I mean, I, I don't like it because it's not what Sailor Moon is to me. To me, Sailor Moon is season one and to some extent season two, where the focus is on Sailor Moon and the other scouts are kind of secondary. And the fact that this gets so far away from that, in my opinion, is what I'm not that into. You know, you say that. I do. But I kind of feel like this episode or this season is Sailor Moon. It's just way more of it. Like, there's more of the of the stuff that maybe is symbolism. There's more of the stuff that is inappropriate relationships between main characters. No, but again, I no, my pro again, you no, know, because you know, my problem is that I feel like Chibi's the main character this season. Yeah. And, and that's and not Sailor Moon. And you don't like Chibi. Well, I mean, yeah. she she is a Sailor Moon, Jordan. Okay. She's a Sailor Chibi Moon. <laughs> she's, she's, she is one half a Sailor, she's a Sailor Moon trainee. I mean, that makes me want to be like, do you like mini Batman? But you're like, you'd be like, that's Batmite. And I do love him. I do actually love Batmite. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> or, or like, or Robin. Robin's Robin, mini yeah. Batman. And guess what? I fucking love Robin too. Which one? All of them. All of them. Yeah. Except Jason Todd. Oh, so not all of them. No. no. So, so, so this is like if you were watching Batman the Animated Series and a new season came on and it was like the Red Hood was the most important character. Batman the Animated Series straight up gave Tim Drake Jason Todd's origin. So that actually did happen. <laughs> well, right. But, but he didn't. But he wasn't Red Hood and the Outlaws. No. This is, I'm saying, this is that's like. Not, if, that's not a Robin. That's a Red Hood. That's a different thing. It's the same character. Mm, is it though? I mean, Nightwing is still Dick Grayson. That's yeah. true. Nightwing's yeah. good though, right? And you don't like Red Hood. This is where this is what I'm doing. <laughs> I here. don't know why yes. we're talking about this because Batman is your favorite. All right, yeah. it's like if it was wrestling and then Rocky Horror came on. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I get it. I hate it. <laughs> uh, okay. No, this is where I want to mention Wait, the important thing. You don't like Rocky Horror? He doesn't. Isn't that crazy? I do not. Finally, someone else. Hey! Ugh. That's so sad. It's, it's wonderful. Anyway, so this is important. This, I did want to mention this. This is the last episode of Sailor Moon Super S, or Supers, which means the next episode of the show is Sailor Stars. No. The next episode of Sailor Moon is Sailor Stars. The, oh, the, of, of their show. Yes. Yes, yes. Not our show. Um, but that's what I wanted to clarify. We have, I believe, minimum three episodes in between. Yeah, because we're going to do the uh, S movie, which is most likely going to be a two-parter. So maybe five episodes in between. Uh, And then then what? Then we have the Super S special, 
Okay. And we have the Super S movie. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I don't have the Super S movie yet. <laughs> but, well, me neither, but we'll have to get it. We'll have to get it. Uh, yeah, okay. Then, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be a minute before we get to stars, I guess. But, but here's the other impo- here's the other reason I felt it was important to mention it. Because the next episode, the first episode of Sailor Stars came out 1 week after this episode. Yeah, they they do tend to do that. Like it wasn't like the season ends and then they have to wait a year. It was like that episode aired and then you tuned in the same time the next week and all of a sudden it had a new title, a new opening and it's a new season. Did I I thought there was more of a gap? Because I, I know that's the March way the, 2nd to March 9th. Wow. Yeah. Because I know the way the episodes, the seasons have gone before was like one after the other, because that's how shows tend to air in Japan. But I didn't, I thought stars took some time and okay, so it does not. Uh, yeah, I, you would have thought so, because again, it's called a new show. Yeah. And again, spoiler, Nehalenia is in that episode. <laughs> yeah she is she sure so, is so it's not like it's not like it's an entirely new thing <laughs> boy look at this we got new we got new uniforms all right all right let's not spoil anything for you because no, i know I'm you have not the watched the next episode teaser oh, okay okay we have a a new nehalenia so the, the story kind of continues except that it's a new season but again is nehalenia the only villain who manages to to last yep i mean this is the last season so Sure. Jiminy. If only we get Jedi back. Yeah, yeah. Well, according to you, Chris, Jedi yeah. does come back. Yeah, as wise man. So you answered your own question. I would love for that to be confirmed. It's super not true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> and you know it is. Um, plus, we're probably going to do a TV show where we wrap up our thoughts on S, the longest season that any show has ever had. Super I S. Think. Yeah, on, on Super S, yes. So before we get out of here, uh, Danielle, any other final thoughts? Mm, no. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. You've been a fantastic guest. And I'm glad that our final uh, Supers guest was a Supers defender. Or at least a Supers fan. Not of this, this story. <laughs> <laughs> Just the trappings. A Supers liker. <laughs> before we... Uh, before we get out of here, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online, should you wish to be found? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pink Halation. That is also the name of my Instagram account. And that's pretty much it. I'm I'm not super social online. Oh, awesome. I am on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. Uh, the show is on Twitter at Sailor Business. And our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He does a variety of podcasts that you should check out all of and what's the other j for um johansson is it like how sunny chiba changed his name to jj sunny chiba and it stands for justice japan (laughs) yes the the second Um, j just stands for justice japan but he he was like i only can afford one j there so it's jake justice japan mason yes exactly got it in one i like it uh how about you chris uh, I'm on the bad website as uh, at the ISB. I am not there too often, but if you ask me a question, I will answer. And if you send me anything about Sailor Moon being in the escape room, I will definitely read it. Uh, you can also find all of my stuff at the-isb.com, including other podcasts that I do. Uh, that if you like this one, you will probably like those as well. Cool. We did it, Jordan. <sighs> it's done. The horse is done. I told you guys you get through it. <laughs>
You were right. We, I didn't. I did not think we would. <laughs> there were times when I didn't think the show would exist. And yet, before we got to the end of, of Sailor Moon Supers, here it is. We there were. There's no more horse in our lives. He doesn't come back, right? You have to tell me if he comes back. I don't remember him coming back, but anything's possible. Anything's possible in Sailor Stars. I'm excited because I know nothing about it. I'm I'm excited for that, too. I, I know some things, and the things I know are pretty wild. That's what everyone tells me. So we will be back for that in probably a, a good bit of more episodes. But uh, in the meantime, we've got plenty of stuff. Thank yeah. you for listening. We're going to be back with uh, a special look at the Sailor Moon S movie. Hearts and Ice? Hearts yes? and Ice. Hearts and Ice. I'm looking forward to that because I don't remember any of it. <laughs> All right. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.